0: Good news, my new book is almost here. It's called Handbook for the Heartbroken, A Woman's Path from Devastation to Rebirth. And while it doesn't officially come out with Sounds True until May 7th, you can pre-order it now. And when you do, you'll receive up to $500 in additional gifts and resources to support you on your healing journey. I wrote this book because in the four-year span between 2016 and 2020, I experienced serial heartbreaks that rocked every area of my life, health, relationships, finances, career, social status, and even my very identity. Along the way, I experienced firsthand just how dysfunctional our culture's relationship to loss really is. I saw how we live in a heartbreak illiterate world that's obsessed with success, Shackled with isolation and ignorant of how valuable our suffering can be for our growth and evolution, not only as individuals, but as a species. So, this book expands the conversation around grief and loss beyond just breakups and bereavement, although we cover those too, to include falls from grace of all kinds personal, professional, and collective. This includes the end of a relationship or job, death of a loved one. A natural disaster or a war, infertility, abortion, or a financial crisis. Also, when we're going through hard times, we're encouraged at every turn to hurry up and get on with it. But by trying to power through these messier seasons of life, we're denying ourselves the very answers to our healing and growth. Whether you're experiencing hardship right now, or you know that you have past hurts that are holding you back and still need healing, this book will support you. Handbook for the Heartbroken will show you that it's only through fully turning toward your heartbreak with support, courage, and compassion that you can heal. Within the loving pages of this book, you'll have full permission to fall apart and slowly, organically find your way back to greater wholeness. I'm truly excited to share this with you. You can download your free chapter now and pre-order the book to receive all those bonuses at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. That's handbookfortheheartbroken.com. I also want to add that pre-ordering the book now is the very best way that you can support me as an author and the health of this book when it enters the world in May. It signals to booksellers to stock the book at that time and in turn, make it available to more people who need it. So thank you for your pre-orders, thank you for your support, and I look forward to continuing to deepen together in this important conversation over the coming months. Welcome to Herself, a space for women to have deep conversations about the intersection between spiritual entrepreneurship and fulfilling your potential, so you can become the woman you truly are in every area of your life. After being in business for over two decades, I've learned, as you likely have too, that as you grow your business, your business grows you in unexpected, often challenging, yet miraculous ways. Here, we'll talk about how to get out of your own way so you can grow a business that's abundant and sustainable while allowing you to be a force for good in the world. I'll give you simple, actionable strategies, as well as wisdom and inspiration to help you root into your wholeness, lead from your values, and work in ways that feel deeply aligned so you can bring your true self into the world through your business and in every area of your life. Hello, friend. I wanted to share a brief editing note with you. At one point in today's talk, I say that the first time. I started to bring my business online was in 2018, and what I meant to say was that I first brought it online in 2008. So with that edit, the timeline I map out here will hopefully make a bit more sense. Enjoy. There's a lot I want to share today, and I'm going to try to make this as coherent as possible. I was planning on recording something else right now, but a few things conspired yesterday to make me want to shift course and talk about this instead. To put things into context, those three things that nudged me to put today's talk together were first, yesterday, I sent out an excerpt from my new book, Handbook for the Heartbroken, to my email community. And by the time this episode comes out, that excerpt will be available for everyone to read. And pre-order gifts will also be available for this book. So if you want to read that first chapter, you can download it. And you can also learn about pre-ordering the book at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. And that link is in the show notes. But this book is about serial heartbreaks that I experienced from 2016 to 2020 that impacted literally every area of my life, including my business. And as you know, as an entrepreneur, your business and your life are intricately connected. So if you have things going on in your personal life, that's going to ripple through and impact your business. And I'll get back to that in a moment. But first, I want to share the other two things that happened yesterday that inspired me to to change what I wanted to talk about today. So the second thing was that I yesterday I led the biannual visioning retreat for my mentorship and mastermind circle, Create Your Dream Business. And it was a chance to welcome in the new women who just joined us and to deepen with the women who've been part of the program for several months now. And one of my passions in life and in my work is creating curriculum. I've always been a teacher at heart. As a little girl, I loved playing school and designing lesson plans and for my friends and sisters. And in this Mastermind program, I've really enjoyed stepping back and looking at how to map out a step-by-step path to creating a solid business, not just a solid business, but literally your dream business. That's not just, it's not just a marketing term. It's actually a th- thing that that I am committed to helping women create. And then this step-by-step path can then be applied really to any kind of small business to build a super solid foundation, one that can evolve with you over time, evolve as the world changes, and be scaled over many years to come into a business that operates in the multiple six-figure range. So that was on my mind yesterday, that kind of pathway that, that I'm leading women through. And the third thing was that right after that, I happened to have an impromptu coaching session with my partner's son, who's in his late 20s and in his first years as an entrepreneur. And he had originally reached out a couple of weeks ago sharing a proposal that a marketing strateg- strategist had given him to help him grow his business because he knew he needed more support. And upon looking at it, he, I said, absolutely not. <laughs> I, would, I would never invest in that. That's First of all, it's not a good deal. But second of all, that's not at all what you need right now. So I got on a call with him to help talk him through what he actually needs right now. And what we ended up talking about was a similar process actually the exact process that I lead women through in Create Your Dream Business. But of course, it was much more abbreviated because we only met for about 45 minutes in Create Your Dream Business is a year-long program because we really need a long runway to build these things out. It takes time. And he got off our call saying that that was the most helpful coaching that he would ever received because we covered so much ground in such a short amount of time, and it gave him tangible things he could start doing right away to make real progress and to simultaneously help to build out his longer-term vision. So these three inspirations from yesterday coalesced into this singular topic that I wanted to speak about, which is going over the building blocks that are needed, the key steps that anyone needs to take to build a multiple six-figure business. And I've built two of these now. The first one was born starting in my mid-20s. I didn't set out to do that. I didn't really know what I was doing. I was just kind of following the flow of life. I was a freelance writer. I was teaching yoga workshops, retreats, and trainings, first in Thailand and then around the world. And when I moved back here to the States in 2018, I brought that all online. I was one of the first early adapter women entrepreneurs to bring my business online. And then I built and ran that business up until 2019 when I felt crushed by those serial heartbreaks that I mentioned, and my inner guidance told me that I needed to let everything go so in in the if you think about like tarot cards, it was the ultimate tower card I needed to let everything go, including my business. that experience was heartbreaking for me, and it's it's a more extensive story. I write more about it in my new book, but as I was really feeling into if if that was really what I was supposed to do, because again, I, I really operate my life and my business from inner guidance, from source within me. The image I kept receiving was of a shoe that didn't fit anymore. And so I dismantled it. And at that time, I didn't know if I'd ever go back to doing, doing that work. I, I wasn't planning on it. I'd heard so many stories of women in their 40s, 50s changing their careers and I wondered if that was what I was meant to do too. If I just a whole new path was going going to open up for me and I wondered should I go back to school and become a licensed therapist, maybe step, study hypnotism, do something completely different, become, like trying to become an interior decorator, which has always been a private passion of mine, did I want to be a nonprofit executive? I really didn't know, but I was open to life showing me what I was supposed to be doing. Long story short, I got a full time job when I closed down my business, actually as a nonprofit executive. And that served as a bridge for me to step back from the public light, to heal from everything I'd been experiencing, to find more stability again, to find myself again, and to get more clarity around what was next for me. Because again, I, I really didn't know what life was wanting me to do. Now I ended up losing that job a year later when the pandemic hit. And then the ensuing increased unemployment benefits that came due to COVID helped to give me the financial runway I needed to start rebuilding my business. So life was, again, this is long story short, and I speak more about it in depth in my book, but life was giving me the feedback that it was time to, it was time to get back to being an entrepreneur. And I began rebuilding my business in a small way, starting when I lost my job in the spring of 2020. And then I I was just taking kind of baby steps and exploring, do I want to do that and do something else on the side? But it became clear that I, I really wanted to step into rebuilding my business full time, full throttle, starting in January 2021. So that's what I did. That was three years ago. I rebuilt a lot since then. It's been a lot of work, but I've also really enjoyed it. And after the first twelve months of rebuilding, so by the end of twenty twenty one, I was up to a hundred k in revenue. I replaced the salary of my full time job. I definitely got off the unemployment benefits. I don't remember at what, at what point, but um, early on in that process. And after the second year, I was up, I was back up to where I was prior in multiple six figures prior to when I closed my business down. So I grew a lot more rapidly the second time around when I was rebuilding than I did the first time because I had a lot of experience under my belt. I knew what to do. I knew what not to do. I knew what to focus on, et cetera. And I really had that clarity of vision that just comes from experience and the expensive process of trial and error. And I'm sharing this with you today because I speak to a lot of women, including Many women who come to work with me who are flying by the seats of their pants when it comes to building and running their businesses. They're not doing it strategically, they're not doing it intentionally. And I know that doesn't come from lack of smarts, lack of wisdom, lack of desire to. It's just the lack of understanding the importance of that or even understanding how to do that. And that was me up until 2019 to different degrees. Of course, I I got better. At it as I went. but there was still a lot for me to learn, which I, I learned in that interim of really closing things down and having time to reflect on what had happened and what I what I wanted next for my life. And when we're flying by the seat of our pants, this looks like acting out of a lot of reactivity. Like you read a book here, you see what someone else is doing there. You take this online course for this thing, you hire that expert for that thing. So you end up doing a lot of disjointed things or like my partner's son who was looking to hire a marketing expert when his foundation wasn't even built yet. And this is so so common. Again, I I used to do that too. And it's easy to do that when we're super busy. When we're just when we're seeing clients or running our business, working in our business and we're we're only looking at growth or strategy or vision in the small cracks when we have time. And if you have kids on top of that or other personal responsibilities, taking care of yourself, then maybe those bigger picture things aren't even happening at all. So what I did when I started to rebuild, when I, when I was stepping back into things full-time in January 2021, and what I got guide all my clients and what I guided my partner's son to do is to follow one of the habits of highly successful people that Stephen Covey lays out in his book, and that is To Begin with the End in Mind. Because back in 2019, while my business was successful, it was also stressful. I wouldn't say, and I wouldn't have said it then, I wouldn't say that it was my dream business. It had elements of that for sure. There were elements that I loved, there were elements that I could bear, and there were elements that I hated there's still a level of chaos and reactivity happening in it that I knew going forward I didn't want to have anymore. I didn't ever want to feel like my business was running me rather than the other way around. I wanted to get control over my business to really be the intentional creator of it. And so I was determined to not let that happen again and to instead create a business that truly supported the life I wanted to live and the way I know I need to live and to enjoy my work and my life as someone who's introverted, who needs and really loves a lot of solitude, solitude and spaciousness, and who really enjoys, I spend, enjoy spending a lot of time with my spiritual practice and study. I spend a lot of time studying and learning, a lot of time studying business and various various things. So I began with the end in mind, and I got really clear on what I wanted my life to look like. And I've kept that in the forefront of my mind. So in my mastermind program, for example, when we do our quarterly planning sessions, we begin by reviewing our vision and our values because we, we, we we want to keep refining those. We want to keep returning to them so that we don't find ourselves months, years down the line creating something that is not at all an expression of that vision. And before when I was growing my business, like pre-2019, the common ethos at that time in entrepreneurship was bigger is better. And it was hire a team, <clears throat> excuse me, hire help in your house, et cetera. But I that was one of the things that I really struggled with is having working with a lot of people. Cause again, I'm I'm introverted. I I enjoy my solitude. And then I started to hear from outliers, people like James Clear, who wrote Atomic Habits, who has said very publicly that he only has very intentionally only has one full-time employee in his, his business and how he does that because he doesn't want to have a big team, but he can still have a big impact. He's been on the you know number one New York Times bestseller for, for years now. Or Paul Jarvis, who wrote the book, A Company of One, uh, he really speaks about how staying small is the next big thing in business. So there started to be more people talking about maybe other ways that we can do this than the celebrity entrepreneurs have been modeling or teaching. So I knew that part of my vision as I grew, I did not want to have a big operation. I did not want to have a lot of employees. I knew that I wanted support, but I wanted to be really intentional and strategic about that support of making sure I was hiring the right people who are really A players, who do their jobs well, that I don't need to be managing, that I don't need to be swallowed up by the responsibilities of running this big operation and managing this big team. I also knew that I wanted to create programs and systems that I could rinse and repeat rather than constantly creating things from scratch. And that was something that no one taught me before. I I really wish that they had. It was a hard lesson for me to learn on my own. And I, I created a lot of things, a lot of things, but none of them really endured through time. And and that's one of the regrets that I have. I recorded a podcast about that this past summer about, I think it was like my five biggest lessons that I've learned in business. And that was one of the big lessons. So now it's a core thing that I really focus on and that I teach is what's the through line? What's the through line from attracting new leads, building your audience, nurturing them, inviting them into your core offer or service, and then giving them the best experience possible. and. How can you focus on just one pathway and then refine it, refine it, refine it over time so you're not constantly reinventing the wheel? And that's what I was coaching my partner's son to do last night. I was giving him feedback on his customer journey and how he can get more people to enter it, how he can refine his signature program more, especially since he's just starting out, has a small audience, and is needing to bring in revenue while he's building all this out because that's a reality is we can't just Take time off and not earn money to build all these things. We need to be bringing money in as we're building these things. So we begin with the end in mind. We get crystal clear on the vision. And in Create Your Dream Business, I have more extensive exercises that I lead women through to do this in a really thorough, solid way. And then we start to go into the next pieces. From there, we get clear on the audience because I'm sure we've all heard if you're speaking to everyone, you're speaking to no one. From there, we really refine your messaging so that it's unique to you. We put that into a marketing plan, talk about how to manage your money, price your services, and create your signature offer or service, how to sell that, how to deliver that, and then how to track metrics to see what's working, what isn't working. These are the main pieces that that are needed at first, and once these get rolled out, more more building blocks can come into place, things like organizing the back-end operations of your business and um which are going to be built into systems and one of the things i knew i wanted to do with my business when i was rebuilding it was to sell it down the line i want this to be a legacy business so that it doesn't end with me so that these teachings all of everything i've created all that i've invested so much in so much of my my time my energy my money over years and by the time that I'm older, you know, I don't think that I'm ever fully going to retire. I love I love my work. It's such an intrinsic part of who I am, but I want to later on down the line have the financial freedom to not need to work, to just only do the things that I really want to do. But I would like to be able to sell this business to pass it on so that the selling of it can support me later in life and it can also support younger generations so that this doesn't end with me. And in order to do that, in order to build a business that can be sold, it needs to be built very intentionally, internally and externally. And I don't know if this is something you're interested in doing, but I don't feel like this is something that women think enough about. Again, because so often we're just flying by the seat of our pants in reactivity we're not thinking about the bigger picture. Um retirement investing is something we don't think enough about or build into our business plans. I pre-2019, I was not doing that enough. That's also one of my regrets. And in rebuilding, I really set up a financial structure to make sure that I am consistently paying myself first. No matter what. No matter what, I am paying myself first so that I am investing money for my future. And one of the things that we need in order to Build a functional business that helps us to get out of the weeds, to help us to get out of feeling overwhelmed and to run more smoothly so we can do the things that we really love doing that light us up, that originally led us to step into this work in the first place. And if you want to build something that can be scaled so you can reach more people without working more, and if you want to build something that can be sold, we need to have these systems in place in the back end. And in my old business, I had a huge maybe 300 page manual. It was a virtual manual that had the vision's mission, values, SOPs, which is an acronym for standard operating procedures. It was pretty, I mean, I'm glad that I had that because at one point I hired a business manager, online business manager, who really helped me to understand the importance of this and taught me some really fundamental things about systems and recurring processes in my business and managing my team that have re- were really invaluable and that I continue to implement to this day and refine upon, expand upon to this day. But that manual was pretty unruly. It was kind of overwhelming. It never really got updated because it was so unruly and no one really used it consistently. And that, that was one of the main things that kept me in the weeds of my business. Even though I had a business manager, I could never fully step into the role of CEO and visionary. And I knew when rebuilding my business that I didn't want to do that ever again. So when I started over, I threw all of that out. I threw all of that out. <laughs> I had parts of me that just thought, Sarah, what are you doing? This is years and years. This is like a decade of work that went into this, but I knew I I just needed to start from scratch. And I intentionally built a highly organized back end of my business. So now I have extensive SOPs that are not organized in one big document. They're actually organized in Google Drive. And they're very easy to find, they're very easy to update, they're very easy to use. And then when I have when I started inviting in team members, I had a very clear onboarding process again which I refined from the past iteration of my business, things that worked, things didn't work. And I have a 30-day onboarding plan, 60-day onboarding plan, 90-day onboarding plan for new team members to first see if we're a good fit for working together and then to introduce them to how the business works, what our values are, what our vision is, what our customer journey is like. And team members who've joined me, who've worked in many other businesses before, they tell me they appreciate the organization that I have in the back end. And they say it's the most organized back end of the business that they've ever been in. And it helps them to step into their roles more quickly and to own them, to own their roles. So this leads me to now be able to take my hands out of day-to-day operations in ways that I wasn't able to do fully in the past to focus on working with clients, writing, teaching, again, being the CEO and the visionary. So these these things are later stages that come in business development. In my, in my mastermind, they come later on in the journey, like building out these systems and operations, hiring, onboarding, retaining high quality team members to help you to fulfill on your vision and take things to the next level, to have less time working in the business and more time working on the business. So this is the pathway. This is this is the roadmap. These are the key steps. And then all of this can be scaled, which means that you can serve more people without working harder. And when I look at a lot of clients, I see that they're, they're working really hard and even working more, more time than me, but at a lower income level. So I just want to say that putting these things in place does not mean you need to be working more. They'll actually help you to fulfill on the statement. I know we all hear a lot to work smarter, not harder. They actually help us to do that. So while closing down my business and stepping away from it for what I thought was forever and then rebuilding it was hard and a lot of work because these things, it is work. (laughs) It is work. And um, I'm actually grateful for that opportunity to do that. And the analogy I often use is that I used to have a house that I kept adding new rooms and wings onto, and it felt piecemeal and sloppy. It didn't feel like a unified whole. But I got to leave that house, and I got to rebuild a new one from scratch according to a clear intention in my highest vision. I got to design that, and the house that I am building, that I have built, but is going to continue to expand. It's beautiful. It's elegant. It's modern. It works, and I love it. I knew I really wanted to follow a teaching from the Bible that you can build your house on sand or you can build your house on rock. and. I saw when everything started to unravel several years ago that a lot of things in my life, including my business, were actually built on sand. And I I thought things were solid, but they weren't. So I've been rebuilding to have everything in my personal life as well as my finances and my business be built on rock. The core thing every woman needs to do in her business first and foremost is to cultivate stability and security through the creation of a rock-solid foundation. From there, you have the solid foundation to take risks and to grow. But if you take risks and grow without that, that's when things can start to get wonky and even implode on you. So when I see that, you know, when a woman comes to work with me or my partner's son that I spoke to yesterday, when they're grasping at experts to show them what to do here or there, I get worried. Because I've been there, I've done that. It didn't go well. It didn't give me what I wanted. It didn't give me what I needed. So I really emphasize that you need to pull back. You need to take the ten thousand foot view. What do you want? What's your dream? What's your personal vision? What's your business vision? Really flesh that out. Then step by step, put the building blocks in place to create that. It's not sexy. It's not flashy. In fact, it can be kind of boring. Although I love it. <laughs> But business owners who stay in the game over the long term will say that, yeah, the best businesses are boring. You, you need to put those things in place. You need to keep iterating, refining the basics. And people who grow, who scale to seven figures and beyond, they say that it's just about coming back to the basics and doing those really, really well. So they're simple things, but again, they're not, they're not easy necessarily. But when we put those in place, that's how you create freedom. And then you can innovate and play within that because you have the foundation in place. So if you don't have that foundation in place, focus on investing in that. And I'm not saying you need to invest with me to do that. If you, if you want to, for a good fit together, I'd be happy to work with you. But the main thing that I want you to know is to find, to find the right person or place to get that support to make that worthwhile investment, to put that foundation in place. Because from there, things are going to work, right? You're going you're gonna to invest in putting pieces in place, and you're going to have that journey from lead to audience to offer to longtime customer that you can just keep refining over and over and over again over time. The messaging gets more clear over time. The offer gets more, more refined over time. The systems get put in place over time. So get in there and get those pieces built. And you can't hire an expert to do that for you in the beginning. It's really important that we do this, do this work ourselves because this work is coming from the essence of who we are. We want, we want it to be infused with our soul, with our energy. And we want to learn how to do this because it's in the learning of how to do this that we become really experienced business owners. And I also want to mention one of the things that one of my original yoga teachers, Richard Freeman, often said that the map isn't the territory. It's in the implementation when we can get stuck or when parts of us who are scared of being visible or scared that people will think we're a fraud or scared that it's all going to be too overwhelming or they don't think it's okay to ask for help, that we should know it all, that we, that we should have it figured out by ourselves, or that we don't, know, we don't know if it's possible for us to have what other people have. Just want to validate that those are normal parts of the process. We don't want to override those parts of ourselves, but we also don't want to let them derail us. We want to stay in motion. We want to stay in action, working with whatever comes up inside of us as we put these building blocks in place. And keeping that vision top of mind will help that because that's going to be the fuel to bring you forward. So investing in the right support from the start will save you so much time and money in the long run. I've done it both ways. I'll never do it the other way again because I, you know, again, I... This is why I feel grateful to be able to go back and support my partner's son in his late 20s just to say, okay, if I were you, if I were starting over right now in my late 20s in the world as it is right now, this is what I do. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, period. Simple pathway forward, but do the hard work and build it out. It will serve you for decades and years to come. And I want to share this with as many women entrepreneurs as possible. Do it right the first time. Do it right the first time. Build the foundation now and wow so much as possible. But even if you do it later in life, like I did, or like many of my clients did and do, it's never too late. The sooner you do it, the sooner you have it. Begin with the end in mind. Begin with the end in mind. Back up, get crystal clear on your vision and create from there. What is the pathway from someone who doesn't know you? Do they start to get to know you, you become more a part of their life, they start to trust you, you invite them to work with you, you help them decide if working with you is the best fit for them, for you. If they say yes, you support them in the ways that they deeply desire and that you are rightly suited for, and then you nurture that relationship over time. So many of the women in my community have been working with me for 10, 20 years Relationship, cultivating and building these relationships over time is so, so important. It's one of the things that I love the most about my work. And then we went to repeat and refine that process for years and years to come. And we put the systems in place to do that over and over again, which will require less and less of your involvement over time as you are hopefully delegating. Again, you don't need a massive team. Maybe it's just one person supporting you. And again, it does take does take elbow grease in the beginning for sure, but more freedom comes over time. So I'm sure we've all heard the saying, the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is today. So I'm saying plant that tree today, whatever that looks like for you, plant it now, whether that is starting to get these building blocks in place in your business, whether that is opening up your retirement investment account and committing to investing a certain amount each month, or maybe you've opened that, but you haven't been consistent, or saving a certain amount each month, or whatever it is, plant that tree today. And if you want to learn more about what that process was like for me of closing down and then rebuilding my business, I go into it in more depth in my new book, which I mentioned Earlier, a handbook for the heartbroken, which is now available for pre-order, and I have gifts when you pre-order. Uh, but I, first, I want to I want to name that this book is not just about breakups and deaths, which is what we often associate heartbreak with. I am aiming to expand the conversation to personal, professional, and collective losses of all kinds, and to really name that heartbreak is a lonely experience. It was a very lonely experience for me, and one of my aims was sharing this book is to help make it less lonely, to call on more community support. So that's why when you pre-order 10 or more books, I am encouraging you to share those with students, with clients, with friends, with family members, to pay it forward. I have a hashtag on Instagram, empower her heart, empower other women's hearts. And when you do that, you'll get a complimentary seat in a new training I'm leading called the Entrepreneur's Survival Guide to Hard Times. How to keep showing up when things are falling apart. So if you've been alive or you've been in business long enough, you know that you're going to pass through treacherous times and you'll need to learn new ways to work as you do that. And this training will help you with, with, with doing that. These are things I've never shared before and I'm looking forward to putting them all together for you in one place because again, these are things that I kind of had to learn through trial and error and I'm really happy to pass them on in a more coherent, systemized way. So you can, learn more, you can learn more about that bonus and all the other pre-order gifts that are available at handbookfortheheartbroken.com. That's handbookfortheheartbroken.com. Above all, I wanted to share this message with you today to encourage you to put the resources of your time, money, energy, and focus in the places where your investment is going to serve you in the best possible way today and for years to come. Let's be intentional. Let's be visionaries, and let's be systematic. Let's be devoted to building out our visions one step, one day at a time. Thank you for joining me today. And remember, change doesn't come from listening alone. I invite you to commit to taking one small or large courageous action after today's conversation. One step you can take if you haven't already is to sign up for my free mini course. Three Lies Holding Successful Women Back That Keep You Overwhelmed, Stuck, and Doubting Yourself and How to Break Free So You Can Embody Your Potential Starting Now. You Can Find That Over at My Website, SarahAvonStover.com. That's My Full Name, SarahAvonStover.com. And If You Found This Podcast Valuable, Please Share It With The Women In Your World. Also, I'd Be Very Grateful If You Leave A Review. It Helps Others Find Resources Like This, And I'd love to hear what's coming alive for you after listening today. Above all, keep going and never forget the unique offerings you and your true self bring to the world. Until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support.